Hey, we're back. It's another week. Ask yourself, when's the last time you determined what the hip-hop classics were since 2009? Well, we're going to do it for you here at On Deck TV, just like we always do. Animal Brown and myself are breaking down every classic album in our eyes. Well, the top eight since 2009, the last 10 years. So we're going to give you four apiece. I'll give you four. Animal Brown will give you his four. And you let us know what you think about the modern day classic of hip hop. Also, check out everything else on RealVilleMedia.com when you're looking for us. And by everything else, he's referring to the other podcasts that are on our network. Okay, we've got Full Sport Press for the sports fans out there, specifically basketball. They're doing their top seven series. Last episode was the shooting guards. Go check that out. Check out Fresh for Dummies for the guys and gals who like to get fly. New episodes on the 1st and 15th. This month is no exception. And also the Ladies Room Podcast holding us down up there in NY. RealVilleMedia.com is the spot. Now let's get to talking these modern day classics. What it do with the business is Another week in the books It's the On Deck TV podcast with the dramatic pause I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat Animal underscore Brown uh, Underscores are extinct That's the new hashtag I'm keeping them alive And I do not believe Snapchat still exists Yeah, it's out here Snapchat and Twitter lost the same amount of users uh, last week Do you know that? Why? Uh, How? Purge it was good for Twitter, but it was bad for Snapchat. What? Yeah, the Twitter got rid of a lot of bots. Oh, so good. It made, yeah, it made their platform more effective as far as people that you're interacting with. True. And Snapchat just got rid of a lot of people, accounts that they needed to make it look like they were still relevant when they're not. So, Any more useless news you have for me? That's me and the IPO edition and all the stock updates that you need. Go invest, good people, your money. <laughs> Any advice you need, I got you. Um, first of all, let's kick it. Let's start on a somber note before we get into uh, what we had over, uh, got into over the weekend. Uh, rest in peace to Young Greatness, uh, artist that was formerly signed with QC, most uh, known for his single Moolah with Jazzy Faye. Uh, that was a big hit in 2016. Uh, he re- he signed with Cash Money. That was the most recent news we had on uh, Young Greatness. He was shot down in his hometown of New Orleans mm. um, early Monday morning in front of a Waffle House. Um, so, man, of course, uh, we extend our condolences to friends, uh, family, and fans, of course. Louisiana, probably the most dangerous state for rappers. Like, there's a, a lot of mishaps, uh, deaths from Louisiana <laughs> artists. I think that's probably one of the most dangerous, especially if you own and you like got a little name for yourself. Yeah. Seems like it's very hard to maintain in Louisiana. So uh, yeah, some would argue you ain't got to be on or have a name to, <laughs> for it to just, be tough yeah, to maintain. Local, down local down famous, there. yeah, just local famous. I will say this though: there was a lot of people showing love online, which is super dope. A lot of people also brought up the fact that this was another artist that was murdered in their hometown. Mm. And that this is why you shouldn't still be in your hometown once you reach a certain pinnacle. My question, are we overstating the fact that it was done in, in his hometown? Like, would this be any less some slaw if it was in Denver? 
or if he was on the road somewhere in Louisville. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, why why is it any less, any more tragic because it happened in his hometown? I don't understand. Usually, when you're in your hometown, you're more comfortable. You're around more people that you know. So I guess the the overall thought and the sentiment of everybody is that. It was someone who was jealous or hating, and it wasn't a random act of violence. Because you at home, you know, you feel at home. Most people know you. True. Most people know what you got going on, know who you are, as opposed to you just got in an argument with a nigga coming out the club in, in Sacramento. And right. You got popped down, but you was at the Waffle House. You probably with your people. Somebody might not like you. It just seems like it's always more personable when it's in your in your hometown. So I guess that's why we get that sentiment a lot. Yeah, man. So that uh, that's obviously some slaw. Um, so again, condolences to his folks for sure. Yes. Um, all right, man. Other than that slaw ass news, uh, what did you have on deck for the weekend? Slow motion, uh, Billy Ocean. I found a new podcast about Steve McNair's death. Oh yeah, I've been reading. I mean, I've been listening mm. to that. I give you that. That was are, that's are, hard. Are you right ready? You, you you listening? Have you gotten to the no? Ooh. Whatever you from the jack ball No I haven't gotten Man, there yet Listen y'all This is roughly if, if Steve McNair is a hero of yours After episode Ah they doing his two, name like it No, nah, I'm just These, these are Facts they, I mean dude claim this is a fact What happened okay. to him right. So right. I'm gonna let you listen to it I'm gonna let y'all listen to your Steve McNair fans Take in the first three episodes And then we gonna report back I think I'm on episode two mm, It's coming at the end oh, Pause man. Ooh shit Big pause Yeah thank Jeez. you Um now I was low key too. I, we're we're talking modern day classics on this episode. Okay. And I was talking to my man's about some movies. We talk, we're going over nineties movies. I would, that's what you do when you're washed. You sit on the phone and you rap about nineties movies. Mm. And he told me that the movie The Game with Michael Douglas in it was a classic. Never and I heard. argued him down that it wasn't. I saw that it was on Netflix and I watched it. I want to formally apologize. The Game with Michael Douglas. From 1997 is a classic. Mm. I have to take all the slander back that I did over the phone. It's piff for my movie people out there. If you're bored this weekend and you've ran through Daredevil and everything else on Netflix, check out that The Game, 1997, Michael Douglas is crack. You might be gassing it because I've never heard of that movie. I had heard of it, though. I just I just didn't think it was that dope. I thought it was something cool. Now that I'm rewatching it, I noticed that a shitload that I didn't miss, and it probably went over my head mm. when I was 12 or whenever the fuck that was. Mm. So watching it now, it's fire. I guarantee when you watch it, the ending is crack. You'll be like, oh, okay, nah, it's cold. Mm. The concept is brilliant. I may I may have to double back on that. Speaking of TV and movies and things of that nature, shout out to you. I hear stealing my suggestions and running with them and making people think that they're yours. I don't know what you're talking about. Shout out to Podgy Diddy Bob Carter in the rap chat. I want to give you credit for putting him on Billions and Snowfall. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Podgy. Jesus Christ. For putting me on and then me putting you on. Have you guys have no shame? (laughs) I brought these TVs to the chat. Me. Good looking, man. That's who? Nah. You're out of here for that, Podgy. Appreciate that, and big dog. One more thing before we move on from the rap chat. We never got to clown my guy that went to the Flow Rider concert and became a fan. <laughs> Shout out to you. Not on deck of the week. I can't find the post right now, but I do remember you. <laughs> giving Flow Rider props, you acting never, like you wasn't a fan. You never been surprised at a show? You I, never walked away man, from a show and was listen, like, damn, you know listen, what? Listen. You were surprised at the Beyonce show. Don't do that. Yeah, but it Beyonce, wasn't Flow Rider. Like it's Beyonce. Like I'm, I was only surprised because I don't listen to Beyonce and like she's still Beyonce. I just wouldn't, I didn't know it was that spectacular. Right, right, right. But Flow Rider ain't pulling nothing out of the hat. You don't know that? 
Low, 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 dude. Is that what we got? Is that it? Come on, man. Boots with the fur. Shout out my guy. Shout out the new Flow Rider fans in the chat, man. <laughs> we here for y'all too. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to this week uh, in review. Uh, let's do. Let's start with Jermaine Dupri down here in the A. He's prepping for the Super Bowl. It's coming February 2019, right here in Atlanta. All right, he has agreed to uh, partner with the NFL to host several events <laughs> leading up to the big game. Of course, you know from between the last game of the season and the playoffs and the Super Bowl is two weeks, so you got some time to kill. Why not go kick it with Jermaine Dupri in the NFL? Now a lot of people are like, "Damn, JD." We slick, not fucking with the NFL right now. What are you doing? Jermaine Dupree clapped back. It was like, let's keep it 100. Boycotting the Super Bowl is slick retarded. He didn't say that. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> um, to paraphrase, he said boycotts don't work mm. um, and that it's better to actually go ahead and use your platform that you have mm. and give your message that way because the discussion uh, weighs more than boycotting. Mm. Uh, does Jermaine Dupree have a point? Last week you asked why doesn't Jermaine Dupree get the credit that Puff Daddy gets, that Jay-Z gets, and these are some of the reasons why. (laughs) Boycotting don't work. I'm the mayor of Atlanta, so it's on me to make sure people have a good time. Like He's not living in reality. Mm. A lot of fantasy is dancing around as far as what he's talking about. Boycotts do work. They don't work when you don't do what you're boycotting. You write back like he was saying in that clip and and, and purchasing and, and buying and spending your money with the people that you were boycotting a week later. You got to follow through. So yep. if, if Jermaine Dupree was given the right information out here, maybe he would have a higher standard and standing and still be the mayor of Atlanta. But when he says stuff like this, it goes against the grain just for what it seems like is a check. Because people are coming out now, and not just because it's popular, because they don't agree with the politics of the NFL. You got Amy Schumer, uh, you have Rihanna. They're coming out and saying, "Well, I'm not, I'm not really messing with the NFL just because of what they did to Cap, the current situation with Eric Reed." But some kind of way or another, Jermaine Dupree is bigger than that, and he's the <laughs> one that can make it all right. And we need to listen to the NFL because he said so. No, he's living in a fantasy world, and that's why he doesn't get the respect, like we mentioned on the week before. So he's definitely in the wrong here. Uh, Jermaine Dupree is making a very good point he said that marching and boycotts don't seem to work Mm. let's look at some of the most recent boycotts okay we had h&m let's go pull up to the mall it's not too far from where we're at right now Mm -hmm. we can go to cumberland Mm -hmm. mall and let's see if the h&m is dead or not Mm -hmm. it's spoiler alert and motherfucker gonna be (laughs) shitty as hell it's gonna be a lot of people of color still in there shopping dude it's it's, it's a difference though between the outrage and boycotting i never heard until dude mama came out and was like, nah, we got to check. It was cool. Uh, like, I, I'm cool with this. Like, there, you, you can context it. Like, there was a boycott also for Houston's that T.I. did down here in Atlanta. He called it off. Exactly. After they changed the policy. That's true. So you can't act like boycotts don't work. There's a Black Lives Matter protest that, that's still, like, going on to this day. It ain't as extreme as it was when it first started. But there's still aspects of the protest that are going on. So if Jermaine Dupree is going to say that, he got to go all the way in depth. These, like, these aren't surface topics that you can just get out here and say because you want to host the Super Bowl. You're going to look like a coon. Jermaine Dupree is suffering from Kanye West syndrome right now. Mm, don't and do him like hold that. Hold on. Bro. In no. this matter, what he his purpose of what the the crux of what he is saying is correct. Mm-mm. He just didn't explain it very well. If he would have came out and said, "Look guys, 
choose to you could choose to do A or B. Mm-hmm. Either way you do it, make sure that you're getting your message across. Don't say that boycotts flat out don't work though. Even though I can understand why he would say that. But you can't just say that and then drop the mic and walk off. You have True. to put some context into it. Like you said, boycotts work when they're effective. Yeah. Now, do whack boycotts and half-assed and fake outrage boycotts work? No, they don't. You have to, like you said, it's got to have an action plan to it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Rihanna turned down the Super Bowl. Could she have accepted it and then had a jacket on that and said, fuck Trump? Yes, she could have had that. Maybe that would have had more conversations started. But what is Rihanna doing for Cap other than turning the Super Bowl down? But that's big. Nothing. No, that's big. <laughs> no, it's Rihanna, not. Rihanna's a big name. So if the NFL, which is probably one of the top three biggest businesses in America, if you – if you can't get a major star to do the uh, Super Bowl halftime, the biggest event in America, there's something <laughs> wrong with that. And the reason is behind Cap. And now she can't get up there. Like, for for instance, what you say, if she gets up there with a fuck Trump shirt on, now she don't have the Pepsi ads or whatever ads that Rihanna is popular for. She loses that because she's starting controversy with the president. Her not going up there, the NFL loses because now they don't have those Rihanna looks. So the people that buy Fenty and the people that buy Adidas and Puma or whatever it is that she's selling, they also are going to back out because maybe the only reason that some of them were looking at it if she was going to be on the halftime show. Now, what Jermaine Dupree can say is try to say, like, he's it's a God complex thing by thinking, oh, well, I don't think this works, so it doesn't work. Nah, start talking to people who have had successful protests and see how to do it, how to make it where I can take this job being the ambassador for the weekend but also don't have to turn my back on what Cap is saying or also don't have to turn my back on what uh, is going on as far as what we feel is wrong by the NFL like he don't it don't have to be I'm siding with the NFL so everybody is wrong he can figure out a way <laughs> to get that bag still which is what we all know he's trying to do get that bag be the face of the weekend ain't nobody mad at that but don't shit on the people who are actively trying to do something to change stuff no, no, I don't think he's mad at them. Like like he said, I think he's saying that it, you may have a little bit more uh, equity. It may be worth more if Jay did do the Super Bowl and made a statement similar to what Beyonce did when she was Black Panther. Huh? Oh, shit. Man, I was going to sneeze like a motherfucker. Mm. When she was Black Panther up, that was a huge look. That what? was bigger than any. No, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, And that's it That's the end of the fucking That's it You're a headline for two days And then Mm -hmm. it's over with When they find your replacement Because trust me Somebody will do it Somebody did Maroon 5 will be there Cardi B will be there For her little Uh, You don't know that You do not know that They hoping she will be there And it's like what you said She's not gonna turn that down Would you rather have Maroon 5 Or you rather have Rihanna You know what I'm saying There's Maroon 5 fans That would think differently And just like this scenario Jermaine Dupree knows he's he's thanking his blessings because we could easily get the Migos if they wanted to do this. Like if 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 the Migos wanted to do this and be the ambassadors of the weekend, then they would have it. But but we but since they not fucking with the NFL, just like Rihanna isn't, just like uh, Amy Schumer and a lot of other big names aren't, they gotta settle for people like Maroon Five and settle for people like Jermaine Dupree, and that's cool for them. But they still ain't getting the big names like they want. But remember when everybody was like, "Why doesn't the NFL make an all Atlanta halftime show?" Which everybody mm-hmm. and their mama deep down in their heart knew wasn't going to happen. Right. We can dream. I get that. Is this not still at least a consolation prize? They're reaching out to JD. No. JD is going to employ a lot of people to run man. these parties. God Listen, damn, man. I'm just saying. I, 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 is that not a, at least it, a, it, a small it's, win? It's Jesus cool for Christ. JD. 
It's like, cool for a lot of other people besides I don't, JD. I don't know who JD employing, what he has going on as far as he the parties being himself. thrown. He doesn't, and it's going to be a good look for his business. But if he's in the forefront saying that everything that has happened prior to doesn't work and we need to be here yeah, having conversations, though. doesn't matter who he's employing what he's doing because he's – Pissing on the project, period. The blanket statement was silly. Yeah. You can't make blanket statements. But yeah. but I, I get what he was. If you interpret what he meant when he said what he said on TMZ, I think you can put it together. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Like He shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> Sit back and cash that check. You know you on thin ice anyway just by doing it and fucking with the NFL. Nobody's mad at him getting his back. Like, Jermaine Dupree is not going to get backlash for working with the NFL unless he come out and say something stupid <laughs> like this. Like, he could have got that bag, had the dope weekend. We would have looked up seeing him. Yeah, <laughs> we going to look up, see him on the commercials and be like, oh, that's cool. Jermaine Dupree got the little NFL weekend. Oh, that's dope. Nope. But you had to come out and say, oh, protests don't work. Like, come on, bro. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. All right, man. Let's move on, man. Meek Mill. Uh, we talked about some of the projects that are around the corner, or at least that we hoped were around the corner. One person we left off, man, Meek Mill. He's in the studio. How do we know? Because he was on Instagram in the studio, and he was holding up the uh, owl your, OVO chain. He stole your OVO chain, didn't he? Along with his Dream Chasers chain. And giving people a tease that him and Drake were back in the studio. Uh, my question is very simple. Are you here for the Meek and Drake reunion song? Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, Meek might have a little more on his. I think that there's going to be a song coming and Meek's main focus and goal in that song is going to be bodying Drake. Mm. It's going to be like uh, the that won't happen. Black Republicans, Nas and, and, and Jay when they first got back to it. Meek, I think, is looking to. He still got a little bit in there. He got something in the tank? Yeah, he's hitting. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm talking about oh. a little bit of resentment oh, okay, gotcha, towards gotcha, getting gotcha. washed up, That's true. cleaned up by Drake. So I do think that he wants this song more so to redeem himself and not have to worry about a lot of backlash and, and, and go through another war with Drake. It'll be a friendly war of words. I feel like they could do something creative with the song where they can go back and forth and kind of get at each other in a a, a, a rivalry type way. Yeah, it'll be creative. But I don't need him running around with the OVO chain. Again, I always go back and wonder, like the Dream Chasers camp, like eh, somebody in there got to say something. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> that, yo, yo, yo. You know yo. they feel some type of yeah, way. Yeah, like, yo, yo, big, yo, yo, the cash cow of the camp can't be rocking the dude that crushed him chain. <sighs> I you guess that's in the past. Do that. We got to get past yeah, that. That's fine. You if, can put a T-shirt on. I'm not rocking the chain. If Nas can sign with Jay, yeah, that's different. Shit, that's big boy shit. Like, hey, like, shit. like listen, listen. They were well into their careers. Jay Z had bossed up. Nas had to admit, hey, I, this is a L. This nigga, the president of Def Jam. <laughs> me, me having beef with him would would be so unbeneficial to me. Like, there's no reason for it. Meek Mill is probably. At the highest point of his career. Fresh off the bid. People oh, he's in th- his prime. Yeah, people are saying that this is the best music that he's probably made throughout his whole career. He got a new message. He got uh, the prison reform thing that he's pushing. Meek is a lot bigger now as a rapper. Got so new friends, too. Got new friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Own, owner of the Eagles. Owner of the 76ers. <laughs> owner of the Patriots. So Meek is in a whole nother ball game right now. So I don't think that he's necessarily worried about Drake crushing him, but he's still feeling a sort of way. And he want to get that back I ain't going to lie When I first saw the picture When he was holding up the chains I thought he had signed mm. I thought he had left MMG And signed with OVO Sound Would you blame him for that? 
Blaming him for leaving MMG? No. <laughs> Blaming him for signing the OVO? Yes. <clears throat> what in the hell would... Listen, y'all can I be mean, cool. Y'all can talk on the phone on the weekends about 90s movies like me and my homeboys. But, dude, <laughs> signing to the label? No. I'd have been like, bro, it's too soon. It's too soon. The Nas and Jay shit was dead. It was old with. Okay, cool. Plus, that was Def We Jam. got that out. It wasn't a boutique That's label, true. You know? It wasn't Rockefeller. Yeah, it wasn't an extension Rock of Nation. anything. Right. No. Do not. If you'd have signed to Warner Brothers and Drake was on Warner Brothers, okay, cool. Or Universal or whatever. Bro, if he would have signed the OVO, I'd have been super disappointed. Now I will say this though: in other MMG news, a little uh, got a little bit less shine. Are we sure there's still a such thing as MMG? There's MMG. They're they're less. They're one less member though. Rocky Fresh just left. He signed with Rostrum Records. Is that, is that, does that hurt the label at all? You've been calling for the demise. Does Rocky Fresh I, only leaving? Rick Ross? I thought that he would do his job as an executive and have further talent. But that's back when I thought he could sign Lipsy Hustle. Uh, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I don't so, see anything in the pipeline for MMG. Gunplay I, gone. Rocky Fresh gone. Wale. Wale's Where's Wale? There. Is he? I think he's still Is there. he still there? Like, if you had to there. bet your next paycheck that Wale was still on MMG, would you do it? Yeah. You, yeah so okay. you're just going to pay not pay your mortgage and shit the next <laughs> month? You're just going to give okay. up on that? Uh, yeah, 1 to 100%, how much do you think Wale is still on there? 80 Really? I do seriously. It's mm. a, I have very little doubt that he's not on MMG right now. Really, I do. Uh, I, I, think, I don't know why. I, why would you I, think that? Just because well, he ain't fucking rocking twelve M- well, no, MMG chains around his neck on IG. When the last time you seen anybody from MMG together? That doesn't mean they're not on the label have, anymore. Okay, why? Why isn't he working with anyone from MMG? At why, least that. Now why has you can't get a Ross verse either? That's why you can't get a Ross verse. Wale didn't put out like four projects. The compilation ain't was supposed to come out. That self made ain't and and Wale was supposed to executive produce that. MMG's just been quiet right now. That's how you look Why at it. Why though? Man, they like, regrouping. Like, <laughs> Niggas is leaving. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> regrouping with what? I, I, it, when I say there's no MMG, I mean Wale, Meek Mill, Rick Ross. Rick Ross, of three. course, is still there. I do not think that Wale is, is on MMG anymore, and I do not think that Meek Mill is going to be in his best interest to put out music under MMG. He, like, he's going to go to a bigger label like Atlantic or somewhere like that where he's going to get a push. Like, if I'm Ross, I don't gotta. I mean, excuse me. If I'm Meek Mill, I ain't gotta go through Rick Ross no more. I'm I'm just as big as Rick Ross. Relax. Meek Mill ain't just as big as Rick Ross. You can't outshine the master, man. Forty Eight Laws of Power is, is number Rick, one rule. Is, is Rick Ross the master, yes. or yes. is it Jay Z? We know who Meek Mill is because of MMG. It, do we? Yes, I'm a boss. Me, um, Rick Ross. You know the Rick Ross version with him and you Meek Mill. Also you don't know, know the Meek Mill only version. You know dude. the rhetoric that was out there about Jay was the nudge to do that whole Drake diss. He had Jay in his corner. Jay was backing him. I ain't heard of The this. master, I don't think it's necessarily Rick Ross in this scenario. And if MMG, well, excuse me, I just don't think the MMG is So you're saying Jay Z's the new master. I think that... You saying I shine a master while by like him not doing that? I, I don't right. think that Meek Mill looks at Rick Ross as the master. He, he looks beyond him. He should because Rick Ross is not that. That ain't a that ain't the benchmark for Meek Mill. And real quick too, no more. First of all, before we end this MMG talk, I don't think we're getting that Ross this year. Mm. I'm putting that out there now. We had it on our. We talked about it last episode, episode before last, fourth quarter albums. I was hype about that. Uh, Port of Miami too I'm saying it now mm. I don't think we're getting it Like do you follow Rick Ross On Instagram anything I do Snapchat Have you seen him What's going on Anything yeah, he, he pushing the Bel Air And then the hair He got new hair and shit mm. uh, He got hair shampoos pieces. and shit 
Oh, no, oh. I don't know. He got a he got a damn fade. He got a high top and shit yeah. now. I don't know where this, this hair sound is coming like, from. It sound like MMG real strong out here. Where, where get that new MMG beard wash. <laughs> <laughs> grab, go grab that. Expand that portfolio, yeah, people. Go grab that. Uh, next up, man, two chains. Two chains. Speaking of expanding portfolios, speaking of goats. Oh my God. Um, he has partnered with Green Street Agency. All right, and they just launched what is called a super premium cannabis brand called Gas Cannabis. Uh, their upcoming product will f- consist of dried flour and pre-roller joints in dispensaries with concentrates, tropicals, and edibles uh, to set follow in the future. I have no idea what any of that just meant. Um, he put a video up on Instagram. The packaging is set to like replicate a gas can. And the different levels are like how gas that you pump, 87, 89, 93. Um, is this, out of all of his marketing plans, his best yet? Nah, I'm still going to go with the trap house. That was hard as far as the community being involved, the news being over there every other day for good stuff, like having people out in the community doing the age testing and doing the different stuff. This fly, though. This is very fly. Uh I won't say too little, too late, but the market as far as rappers having their own strain is sort of saturated. If you're a weed smoker, you know that. So, I mean, it's cool, the marketing and stuff around it. It's cool that you have 2 chains with it, but the Christmas sweaters, I will put above this for 2 chains, mm. and I would also put the Trap House above this. Just because... I the feel like that's ca- yeah the pink trap house. I feel like that's when he kind of hit his peak, and that's when he kind of came around the corner. He had the music there, but we needed more to where the mainstream audience would say, "Hey, that's two chains," and it definitely happened after that trap house and those Christmas dab sweaters. Listen, people wear Christmas sweaters once a year, mm-hmm. okay? And he sold a million dollars worth, <laughs> one million. He's and, they, th- and they've been two years straight. He's gonna do that in a month with this weed when this shit comes yeah, out. That's a fact, though. This is not without question. And he's had some dope ass concepts, mm-hmm. people. Two Chains is one of the most creative people, not only on the mic, but even outside the booth. This shit right here, shout out to whoever said this in our group chat. Mm-hmm. This is the shit that you retire on. Mm-hmm. Two Chains is sent his, this is his 401k plan right here, people. His IRA, his Roth IRA. He is going to retire on this. This is going to feed him for the rest of his life. Yes, you're right. It's not saturated, but everybody is running to it. It's kind of like the gold mine or the gold rush back in the day. Everybody's running to the legal marijuana business. I understand. But look here. When I tell you that game is sitting back, Wiz is sitting back, Burner is sitting back, like, Mm -mm. why the fuck didn't I think of this? Not burning. He's shaking it. Okay, burner doing his thing. And Wiz and Game are sitting back, like, why the fuck didn't I think of this? Well, here's the difference, though. And I understand what you're saying as far as the marketing part of it, but let's be real. You don't smoke weed. No, nah, this so, makes me want to. This is cool. No, I'm not gonna lie. But here's my, here's my point. <laughs> this though. looks cool as fuck. I, it can look cool, but for weed smokers, it has to be like effective. Quality. So, exactly. So That's fair. Wiz Khalifa got his name out there because of the strain. It's good. <laughs> Khalifa Kush. Uh, also, Burner. Like, Burner's probably top of the line. Yeah. Yep. So with that being said, it still has to be figured out how this gas is going to smoke. Now let's just say let's just, let's just let's just assume. Good shit. Yeah, let's just assume it's, it's good quality. Yeah. We ain't going to say he just out here with no bullshit. I'd be yeah. hot at him about that. I'm it, sure he knows what's good yeah. and what's not. Yeah, it's it's a cool like I think it's a cool partnership because Gas Cannabis Company. I'm sure they get the majority of it. You put two chains face on it to get it out there. It makes it look like a better idea. I don't think Ooh. he can retire off of it. I like the sweaters personally better. 
But I understand what you're saying. It's a great idea. And he it's, had the CEO sweaters too, didn't or the shirts. He did have a CEO yeah, shirts. He hard. Um, Juicy J is sent back pissed, beating himself up that he didn't come up with this mm. first. There's 56 rappers who are mad that they didn't get with this. Now I'm seeing that they he partnered with them. Yes. And I think it's just like a, and, and, and that's why I say this I think it's just Does a licensing thing Okay, okay. It's okay. more like a licensing thing Sponsorship like, right, type yeah, joint like We gonna give you some money Two change You got the most expensive going on Makes sense That we could charge a high price If we put your name on it Here goes some bread at the front end That's fair It's and still dope that, man yeah. Ah shit That's cold right there yeah, man Multiple streams of income guys That's the name of the game That is a fact um, Before we hit this music break Let's talk music that's dropping this week mm. Halloween week uh, It's a Gang of shit dropping in the next three, four, five days. Yes. Here is a list of some of the stuff that's dropping. Freddie Gibbs and Currency album, Fetty. That comes out on Halloween. West Side Gun is dropping. Action Bronson, Swiss Beats. Takeoff Solo's album, Vince Staples. Eminem's Bodied soundtrack, Moneybag Yo's album. There's a shit ton of music dropping between Halloween and Friday, November the 2nd. Out of those 39 albums that I just mentioned... Which project are you looking forward to listening to most? I'm looking forward to that new little Boosie Blues album. Oh to be completely what? honest. Boosie what? Blues, nigga. Lil Boosie sings the blues. That's what I'm looking forward to. It's coming out pretty soon. It ain't a soul on earth. <laughs> I'm going to be banging that. No. I was listening to uh, Iviana's new song, Boosie's Daughter. Yeah, it's Boosie's Daughter, new song. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. It's just sure Iviana Hatch. Okay. It was banging. Okay, but with that being said, I'm really excited to hear that West Side Gun. Really, I like them, man. They they one of my favorite groups, and here's one of my he cold, but I like Kanye. I mean, I like, like <clears throat> I like Conway a little more. Little I like more. them as a collective, but here's my problem. It's okay. too, and and I tell you which other ones I'm looking forward For sure. to first. But in the digital age, them like. Harnessing that whole underground thing And they still putting out like hard copies Of your CDs yeah, and stuff yeah. like that's cool My nigga like if you in Buffalo Right but if you trying to get everybody Down here to hear how cold y'all are And that different kind of style where they going over them samples It reminds you of some old Wu-Tang like it's niggas that want to Hear that that's true but They the type of niggas that They ain't finna go find your shit like it gotta pop up To them and I just don't think they do a good job of marketing Themselves like they trying to stay underground too much the And they too good for that The biggest the first time I heard of Conway And West Side Gun mm-hmm. is when they signed To Eminem that's correct that's how I Heard of them I knew they was doing the wrestling <clears throat> Joints like they used to do I was a big fan of shout out to Jeff Okay. Old wrestling though, like the eighties and early nineties and For shit sure. like that. And they they do a lot of stuff with the old wrestling joints. So that's what made me pay attention to it. That's dope. And that's also why I like Action Bronson too. I'm waiting on that white Bronco. That's gonna be tough. I can't wait. Um you're gonna act like I didn't mention Freddie Gibbs and Currency coming out with yeah, that Fetty. That's what you're waiting on. Straight past that. And you guys can listen to that. What's and up with your man's? Who? Freddie Gibbs. He cold. He finna. Hey, listen, he's guys. Finna, he's finna blow. If you've never listened blow. to a Freddie Gibbs project before, <sighs> and you, you have heard of nothing. Currency, and you've heard of Currency, be prepared. I apologize in advance. Freddie Gibbs is gonna wash Currency on every last song on that project. I'm telling you that right now. He's going to wash him. So. I apologize on behalf of Freddie Gibbs. I like Currency too. I don't want to see that slaughter, but it's it's right on time for Halloween because he's going to get bodied on every track. (laughs) Freddie Gibbs is a beast. He's already put out one of the dopest projects of the year earlier this year. He put out one of the dopest projects of last year. Oh my god! This the trend will continue. I'm excited for that. Nobody looking for Currency to body up though. Like to to. I'm just saying it's going to. 
it's going to show that currency it's gonna poke holes in this shit. Like, watch. I guarantee y'all gonna be like, damn, currency really ain't said none in a couple years. No, <laughs> watch. No, That's gonna be the narrative relax. after y'all listen to this. Dude. I think I think that uh Freddie Gibbs will dumb it down though. Now I'm Stop. not knocking no, I'm I'm saying he's that good of an artist as to where he won't do too much rapidy rap shit to throw off the currency fan base because I do think that he knows that this is an opportunity for him. You're going to get more ears on the currency project than you would a solo project, so he's going to have to dumb it down and get people to come listen to him. Currency Freddie got Gil- more fans than Freddie Yes, Gil- one got, million percent. I got to look up the Instagram followers. Rap chat, y'all let us know who's no. the bigger star, Freddie Gibbs or currency, and it ain't even close. I'm looking up the Instagram It ain't even close. Right? Goddamn. Nah. You can uh, look nah, you're right. I know. Freddie Gibbs got 296,000 hey, followers. Currency got that last week. I can't find currency Instagram. Yeah, page. You, you ain't look for it. Sorry, I couldn't I, find it. I have it when we come back from the break. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Don't worry about it at all. You fuck with the Swiss? Nah. I'm cool off of Swiss. Did J. Cole executive produce it like they said? Yeah. Mm, I may check it out then. Take off solo album too. Don't think I forgot I, that. I, I want to hear that. It's just called- because it, Just because the uh, Quavo was so bad. He didn't do me no favors calling it the last rocket. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. The man. fuck is that? And the t-shirts and stuff funny though. They got the little... Cartoon rocket taking off and shit. That's pretty what? cool. What? I ain't mad at that. That's the last rocket? From, hey, man, that's what I expect from the music. What was the first rocket? Honcho with a U? What the fuck is that? I don't know Did any. <laughs> all of that is small. <laughs> Allegedly, he made the word up. No. People have said head honcho for years. No, 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 no. He said he. Listen, I listened to him on Bill. Shout out Bill Simmons. Man. Great interview with Quavo. Are uh, we sure? And Bill Simmons was like, I mean, you know how the older white guy is. Like, hey, so I'm a honcho. Right. Quavo said, yeah, I made it up. That's why his album was so slow. <laughs> Bill Simmons said, really? You made that word up? See? He said, yeah, it's in the dictionary. Wait, now it's wait, in bro. Wait, wait, if it's in the dictionary. Then <laughs> How did you make it up? That's why I will never listen to that album ever again. <laughs> One and done. To be fair to him, he said he added a U to Honcho. The last rocket, though. Take off, please. Me. Rename that before Friday. Are you here for the... Uh, <laughs> please. Speaking of the, the last Migo... Okay. Offset. You here for the the baby mama beef that's been going Man, on? Listen. So shout out to my guy in the rap chat. He said, "Guys, that was a great quote." He said, "We're not doing this. We're you not doing this." It. He said, "She said." We're damn sure not doing this. She said, "She said." That I'm paraphrasing, great, but thank you. And I almost got you on deck of the week for that quote. Jesus. That, I, I will say I, some of Cardi videos is kind of funny. <laughs> I mistakenly started following Cardi, Cardi about two weeks ago, and I didn't really see a lot of posts from her. And then hey, that shit was fun. Some of that shit was kind of funny. Though, I ain't gonna lie. She flooded the timeline. I didn't. I don't. I'm nowhere near listening to all of that. I heard about 15 percent of it. I don't even know. But I what I heard that. was funny. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, that's enough for the Nikki and Cardi beef for mm. this week. And there you have it. Um, song break time, remix time. We ain't playing a little boosted daughter. Hell no! Shout out to little boosted daughter. She's probably a better rapper than he is. That's but no. Um, we're gonna play this J Rock and Snoop Dogg win remix. Boosie like Joe Jackson out here. That's not. Do you really want to be like Joe Jackson? I mean, he raised raised Michael. Uh, He raised Tito too. Um, (laughs) J Rock went and grabbed. He's been winning all year. Who could say that? Had a successful feature um on the Black Panther soundtrack. Had a very nice album. TDE. He's been waving the TDE flag. Slick Dolo with no disrespect to reason. Um. So let's see what Snoop Dogg did on the Win Remix. Man, it's one of my favorite singles of the year. Let's hear it. Win, 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 win. Yeah. 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 
A nigga been winning for a long time with a strong mind, and I own mine. And you can check my motherfucking pedigree on my chest as the letter C. Poetically, so inclined, genuine, suspicious lies, your bitch is mine. And in due time, you'll see that I am certified and intertwined. Cover two, like a cornerback. Yeah, look, I need to comb the pack. I'm on it, I want it, I get it. LeBron with the light show. We did it, imperialistic, magic mystic. Aaron Donald with the helmet lipstick. I don't lose in case you missed it. Facts on facts, check my statistics. Done, die, die. Dog, fada. Drip on a bitch like cold water. Me and my niggas, we known to cut up. Slice the bread, cut the butter. Pop the pain, roll the butt up. All of my niggas in the niggas is what up. All of my cousins, crip and throw it up. What, 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 nigga, I ain't stutter. Get out the way, get out the way. Hey man, that was Snoop Dogg. Um, man, this is why I'm glad we do this show. Because if I would have heard that without a show, and I was sitting at the crib, and as soon as Snoop Dogg's verse would have went off, I would have said, "What in the fuck was that?" It's Luckily, winning. we're That's in front of is. microphones, and now I can say it for the whole rest of the world to hear me say it, so they can sing along. It's what winning. the fuck was that? Winning, win, no. win, win, win. It's losing. Niggas keep trying to count Snoop out. Uncle Snoop ain't going nowhere. That's we here. Guy. We on big boy remixes. We doing everything. We drop gospel albums. Y'all don't want us on the win remix because y'all like the song. Guess what? We coming through and bodying it Uncle Snoop style. That's I'm here for it. That shit ain't. I am here for that. Niggas want to get what niggas trying to. I what say Rick Ross is watching. Niggas want to give me flack. But this legend. This legend graces. He don't even write no more, bro. Gra- right, what the hell? <laughs> he said he don't even write no more. Okay. Like Wayne don't, Wayne don't write. Whose idea was Snoop it? too old to be writing, man. And they can't be sitting down writing no raps, man. You J Rock, you had one of the better albums of the year. Mm-hmm. Your breakout album. Yeah. You just dropped the fire ass video with you and Kendrick the other day. Mm-hmm. Now you get to have your biggest single. You have your pick of who you mm-hmm. want on the remix of your biggest single. Yeah. Ever in your career Well he had a big single With Wayne early on Let's not act like Snoop. But come on Let's man. not act like One Snoop ain't a West Coast legend That's fine J-Rock is a West Coast artist Okay So that, that's one No Let's not act like two Snoop is not on the biggest song In America right now <laughs> He on In My Feelings No, nah, he's on that Living My that. Best Life I didn't know he was on that I ain't going back and forth With you niggas I, Yeah I've only heard the hook I, so don't, I don't matter. <laughs> Snoop Snoop is accredited on the song, nigga. It don't matter what you hear. Them chicks say Snoop Dogg. So let, let let's not act like it was like such a a, a reach. And I say that in in, in kind of a, a shot at J Rock. He ain't the most like. He don't do the most like well marketed stuff to like push his album. This year was supposed to be the year. To I change would fully that. expect J Rock to go get Snoop on a on a remix. That's like a real J Rock move. I ain't mad at it though. He jacked that. Um, before we continue to move on, the name okay. of that song that I was talking about that I was waiting on was Aviana, Badass. Nobody wanted you to, Nobody needed yeah. to follow up. Name of the song is called Go Off. Okay. And then that Bootsy Blues album, <laughs> if you're looking for that, it's called Bootsy Blues Cafe. They're not. Speaking of Snoop Dogg, he said that Snoop uh gave him the confidence to step outside of the rap genre. This is where we're gonna get this Boosy Blues Cafe from and I am here for it. He cited Snoop Dogg's The Bible of Love oh as God. his motivation for this new blues album. I'm here for the Boosy Blues album. 
You go. and Ibiana, <laughs> and that's it. Tough. It's the only two people checking for uh, that Boosie Blues album. I'm banging that Ibiana on the way out the parking lot. Screech. Um. All right, man. Let's get to this topic, people. <laughs> We're talking modern day classics. Shout out to, and I'm hot. The name is escaping me. Someone put a question up in the rap chat that's on Facebook. Go join that group so you can join the discussion. Someone put the question up. That we've seen earlier this year, it was floating around, though, if Pac and Big got in your car and they asked you to play the best album since they died. That meme was floating around a little bit earlier this year. We really didn't get to touch on it. It was posted back up in the rap chat, and that reminded us, damn it, that's a very good question. Mm -hmm. And people don't talk about modern-day classics anymore. People like to kind of shit on more recent releases, talk about how the golden era was the 90s. And God damn it, we got, it's been some crack lately in this last decade. Don't sleep. Yeah, we're gonna give you. We doing four and four. Yeah, four and four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, f- Before we get four. to that, though, currency nine hundred and nineteen Instagram followers. Oh, just nine hundred nineteen. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How many did Freddie Gibbs have? One hundred eighty. <laughs> no, he had two two hundred ninety eight thousand. <laughs> so, like I said, he gonna dumb it down just a little for the big oh, crowd. Yeah. But uh, four albums apiece, modern day classics. Not a lot of artists, I think, that probably are capable of putting these. Pieces of work together where you can still double back on them and say, damn, this is fire like the first time I heard it. That question definitely posed it for me. And the first album that I thought of, uh, probably my favorite album post-2009, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Oh, and are we talking personal classic? Or are we talking these classic? I think these can be regarded okay. as classic. Yeah, these like, will be recognized yeah, in the culture. Be, as classics yeah, yeah it won't be no uh, in addition to you fucking with them too right right All exactly right. Yeah, I think these are like overall classics Fair so enough. first and foremost I'm gonna go with 2014 Forest Hills Drive and here's the reason why J. Cole before this album to me was headed down the typical path of being a rapper you know you're gonna put out a couple of dope singles talk about your watch you know have a couple of things go on which you have the uh, A-list female star where you're dating her and you're going to live that typical rapper lifestyle. Jay Cut was clear cut out for that. Yep. Something happened. He went back home to North Carolina, went to his old house and like his world shifted. And we we're grateful for that because we got this great piece of art. 2014 I feel like was very personable. Uh it took a lot of the minutia away that that Jay Cole had about the game as far as having to be a certain type of artist to be respected. I think with this album, he realized that it was more so his bars, more so his perspective that people were fucking with as opposed to the Versace shirts, if you know that story, or the Mr. (laughs) Nice Watch and things of that nature. So I really appreciated this album. I think it could have stopped here. Mm. As far well, I, and and what I mean by stopped here is him continuing to go over the ledge with the four eyes only yeah. and, and and running KOD. the stick into the ground. Yeah. I'm not mad at Kod, but I think he's gotten a little far out there where people are kind of turned off by it. Like just the joke is out there, like he never change clothes, does he bathe, does he smell, things of that nature. And yeah. I, you know, I'm just being funny when I say that. But 2014 was the perfect. Right there, I think that he caught it perfectly. That that image that he was trying to portray, I think he's skewed a little far to the left on it right now, and could come back to that 2014. But 2014 is doing it for me. The intro, my favorite song on there, and O three adolescence. I can listen to the love intro. Yours. I can listen to the intro literally. Oh, back repeat. to back for thirty minutes. It, like easy listen, though. Back to back for thirty minutes. No bullshit. Mm. Um, now nah, I, I I'm I'm agreeing a thousand percent. Uh, this was the real J. Cole, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sideline story and the born center, you could argue, were more of a facade, so to speak. I was that, a rapper. 
Yeah, that was that was rapper Versace shades, mm-hmm. Gucci shirt. This is this is the rapper kit. If you rap, you should wear this. You should look like this. You should talk about this, and you should sound like this. He got rid of all of that, put the Versace shirt down, picked up the white tee, and he hasn't changed that white tee since. Mm. Um, and, it, and them hey, Jordans, them Jordan them, them ones. Jordan ones, those are classics. <laughs> he made it being regular kind of cool again, though. Like being yourself and not having to fall into that image. He made that kind of que- He's like the everyday like guy you kind of went to school with. He was the cool dude, you know what I'm saying? That had some fly shoes or whatnot, yeah. but pretty much kept to himself. Yeah. He's a regular guy, and he ran with that image instead of trying to uphold another one. So that's true. I agree, um, and well, I don't you, think anybody debate with that. Nah, 2014 is there. Um, I'm gonna go to the year 2011, okay. and we're gonna talk about Drake's sophomore album. Oh, Everybody likes God. to ask. I knew does, you were gonna throw does Drake, Drake have a classic? What's his classic? Somebody tell me. Let me go ahead and tell you so you won't have to ask anymore. It's Take Care, and we all know this. It's one of the rare times that the Grammys got it right. It won for Best Rap Album. Marvin's Room was major. That's probably a top five Drake R&B track for whatever that's worth. And you could argue that song birthed multiple careers. Uh, he had pre-superstar features like Kendrick and The Weeknd mm. before they blew up. And uh, this is emo rap at its finest. Yeah. You have him to thank for it. It's a classic album, hip hop album, rap mm, album. No, no, it's not. Shit, it's a good alternative album. No, it's a classic it's, rap album. This it, is it Drake's won, classic. It should have won alternative album of the year in uh, <laughs> in the Grammys. This is the one that made it cool for Bryson Tiller to go ahead and come out. This Tory is, Lanes to go ahead and oh I can sing and rap and people will fuck with me. Hmm. I can talk about like my feelings and what I'm hmm. how I'm feeling about X Y and Z. Hmm. Oh shit. Okay, again, similar to J Cole not having to put the facade of the Versace shades on. It's the same thing with Drake. You can actually open up and talk about some shit that's on your mind. Bingo. Hmm. It gets you a Grammy and a classic. This All is, of you are welcome. This is the Dirty Mackin album at its finest. Marvin's oh. Room. I know, but uh, I like this album. Uh, the song with Stevie Wonder is fucking That's uh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Doing it wrong. <laughs> probably his best R&B song. If you, if you just keep a score like that. Yeah, so I, I, I have no problems with that at all. You shouldn't. It's Drake. All right. Next artist on my list. I think that this album kind of birthed 2014. You said that J. Cole was the, the regular guy. He made it cool to be normal. True. I think that this guy started down that path and, and, and birthed it before even J. Cole was able to, and this album would be Good Kid, Mad City. Probably, in my opinion, the best story ever told in hip-hop because it wasn't too much. Across an album? Uh, Yeah, across an album. Yeah, gotcha. not, not per song, but gotcha. across a whole album as far as Hey, take a ride with me for the next 45 minutes to an hour. I want to tell you something about how I grew up and how it affected me as an MC. Gotcha. I don't think anyone ever done that as finely as Kendrick Lamar was able to do so. He's one of my favorite artists, so I am sort of biased in this nature. I think critically acclaimed overall that this album has gotten all positive feedback from what I've seen. Not a lot of people yeah. that don't like this album. Some of my favorite songs... Um, the song, what, what's the song that ah, I can't think of it right now? What the old woman talking to sing him? Sing about me, yeah, sing about me. One of my favorite songs on there, and the backseat freestyle. Uh, but like I say, I think that this album 
you didn't have to be Kendrick Lamar. The gang banger was in there. The the West Coast sounds were in there. The Dr. Dre was in there, but it wasn't a a true West Coast album in the sense of you feel like you had to go buy a lowrider right. and, and put on a long flannel shirt and the chucks. But it still told a story of a young West Coast MC. And how he was able to change that over and, and make it go across the masses. I think this is a piece of art. It's probably his best, one of his best albums. I'll get to probably one of the other ones later on down the line. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed Good Kid, Mad City. I remember where I was at when I first heard it. Mm. Um, it's one of them. So, yeah, you two for two. I have a feeling you're going to blow it in a second. But, I re- yes. I remember putting it all together. I, I, like, I, I remember, and that I know too. I've said that on here before, like, I was listening to it, then I hear a skit, and I skipped that, and then I was listening. I was like, okay, well, wait, some, something's off. Yeah. And then somebody was like, now, listen, run the whole thing. Absolutely. And boom, there it was. Um, so, yeah, we that's two cheat codes from you. Um, Just pick good music, man. I had a slick cheat code, and I'm coming with another one. You're hot. Kendra, I mean, uh, Kanye West, yeah. my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. It's a classic. Um, <sighs> now, a lot of people, it was funny. Uh, when we did our Kanye albums ranked not mm-hmm. too long ago, y'all go back and check that, please. Yeah. The reason pe- some people were kind of tripping, like I'm surprised y'all didn't have my beautiful dark twisted fantasy number one on y'all list because we talk about it in such high regard. Right. It wasn't number one on my list because I personally prefer graduation just a hair over this. Mm-hmm. However, this is culturally recognized as a classic, and it's also a classic in my eyes. Um, the space where Ye was at at the time fit the material to a T. I wish he'd stayed in that space. Mm. <laughs> I wish he'd stayed there. The features are on point. We've got probably Ross's best verse ever on mm. here. We've probably got Nikki's best verse ever on here. He brought the best out of everybody, even down to the all of the lights with the 35 features on it. Just intricate, small, detailed things like that. Even the interlude. I can listen to the interlude. Honestly, the interlude yeah. is just as fire. The music, the production, like everything about it was amazing. He kind of lost me with the play thing when they first opened it up with him and uh, Pusha T. I think they did an award show, and I think he also had like a DVD or some shit. With, I don't know. I, if y'all remember that, he kind of lost me with that. Yeah. Went over my head with that shit, with the yeah. ballerinas and shit. But the music itself is high quality. I want to thank Dissect Podcast mm. for even making me give it a – Second, third, fourth, one hundredth look because I already fucked with it. Yeah, but when you do the super duper breakdown, put the put it up under the microscope. Yeah, it, it, there's no question. It's a classic. It's a piece of art, and uh, that'll probably go down as his best album. True. Overall, regardless of current feelings about Kanye West, I think it is undeniable, and that's how you know that you put a piece of great. Uh, art or a piece of work out because regardless of how people feel about you it can't be denied the impact and the, the the quality of it like just i remember like what you just said with good kid mad city i remember the first time that i heard like monster and power and it was like yep. dude like he making a big production out of these songs like they almost like fucking movies and not in the sense of telling a story but just all the sounds and where they taking you with it that album is is fantastic. The dissect podcast on top of it, just adding all the intricacies of why this is here, why this sound or sound bite is used, what space he was in for this song. Like it all wraps up perfectly. So that's a great choice. Absolutely. Who is your third? This is. Are you going cheat code again? Switch it up. Probably man. so. Uh, this one here, I think that. One of the ways that you can determine a classic is how you reference that album. So, P- 
post this album, what we've said about a lot of artists who've been in this same lane is this is their version of. Yeah. 444 is what I'm talking about. Mm. Jay-Z was able to, I think this is one of the few times that we've seen it being done so well in hip-hop, grow up. Like, he was able to, before our eyes, turn into reasonable doubt. That, well, not before our eyes, right. but turn into the reasonable doubt, sketchy drug dealer trying to watch his money to the big corporate powerhouses married to the most successful woman in America. Right, right. And it's fascinating how he was able to put everything out there as far as what they go through in their relationships without being too overly uh, uh, transparent, you yeah, know, yeah. and also what he was able to do at his age without sounding lame or corny because one of the knocks that you would get from younger kids it's like they don't want to hear jay-z i ain't trying to hear what he's talking about and that was cool to say when you thought that jay-z was talking about flashy bling bling and selling drugs but now on 444 if you say well i ain't trying to hear what jay-z talking about you're trying to say oh well you ain't trying to like empower yourself as far as wealth you ain't trying to figure out about buying this land and you ain't trying to figure out about this art doubling and like just being in that space and knowing those conversations as a young person can put you in a much better space uh further on in your life so it, it ain't even cool to say well i ain't really rocking with that jay-z regardless if it got a single or not you can sit down for 40 minutes and listen to these 12 songs and be like okay i'm i'm a little bit better because of that i ain't saying it'll change your life right. but it can give you uh some tools that you need to start on that process and that change and i think jay-z was brilliant in doing that and we've never seen a rapper do it at 46 we we <laughs> said this at the time that yes the teenagers is going to go over their head Mm -hmm. Generally speaking mm -hmm. But this is going to be the one When you hit 21, 22, 23 And you go back and listen to it You're going to be like Oh shit mm -hmm. Like it's, it's going to hit Just like Reasonable Doubt did to us yeah. Honestly Exactly I'd be lying if I said I caught all that shit in 96 mm -hmm. Dude Now you go back and listen to Reasonable <laughs> Doubt in 2006 You're like shit Exactly That's going to have the same effect That shit Yeah that, I mean, Come on man Who's arguing with that That's a modern day classic Go ahead and pistol Jay, hey, hold on. Jay might lead the league in classic albums. Mm, Blueprint, Reason Without, 444 Black Album. That's off the dome. That is off the dome. <laughs> it's and, and, it's and, the are, easy Are we going to put American Gangsta in there? Nah. No, I'm not, and I'm not saying it's not the shit. Yeah. But I'm just saying if somebody told me, bro, that's banging, but it's not a classic, I'm not going to argue you down that American Gangsta's a classic. Okay. I, I, I get it. I get that's that. fair. Those other four had everything impact. Commercial appeal, facts. <laughs> like, facts. like content. That had he's got four classics. I don't know if a single artist has an, has four classics off the top of my head. That Somebody let me know. That makes sense. I see you. That's the goat. Mm. Speaking of the goat, I'm gonna keep in the same theme. Okay, Watch the Throne, people. It's the first mm. one. We we really don't talk about Watch the Throne on this show that often. The influence is apparent if you look at this year and last year. The, the year of the collab albums, this album put that one on the map. Without this album, there is no What a Time to Be Alive, which mm. I actually think is more of an influence on the, on the new collab albums, but they got that from Jay and uh, Kanye. Um, luxury rap with pro-black undertones. Mm. Um, it went over a lot of people's heads at the time. Everybody thought they were just flexing. And that they were just shitting on people On, on minions like us hmm. But no Go back and listen Peep some of the themes The classic singles Otis Niggas in Paris Like It's got everything 
the album is fantastic. You can tell Kanye was more of the lead direction in terms of production. Jay just got on there and just barred him up, talking flashy shit, talking real shit. That shit is spectacular. Mm. It's a classic. It's mm. the best album collab we're going to ever see. I'm mm. not talking groups like Outkast and Clips and Mob Deep and all that. Just collabs from two guys that are solo artists coming together. You won't hear anything better than this. You don't think Kanye can do a better collab with somebody else? N- not in 2018. No. Not this, not this Kanye West. Yeah, no, not, but not, not better than that. That shit is spectacular today. Still. I, I I'm not as big Watch the Throne fan as you are. It's amazing. I'm just not. Uh, that shit's so. And amazing. mainly because like I was expecting more Jay Z than Kanye West, and it was not that. And, not and that's another reason Jay why I'm gave not. You Jay. Jay gave you bars, but it was a Kanye influence, and that's like I said this when we were talking about something else. Like I just I'm not a big fan of the collab album because they take they take the persona of only one person, and I think what makes a collab or what should make it dope is having both. Personas in there, but I think they're it's both too- in there though. Because that's what Jay, Jay rapping with clarity on. Like, like they're not so polar opposite of each other. Like, it'd be different if you never saw them hang together. If you, if they didn't really know each other, they knew each other. Like, yeah, their their stories are different, but they're not so far apart that if, if they was in a room together, and I'm saying when they were cool, yeah, that they're they're just not even like what would they do in the same place? Like, it's, I, it, you don't get that true. vibe. I guess it always sounds like to me when these albums are done, and I will say this one, and I will say the same thing for what a time to be alive is, is also one of the guys would be like, "Hey man, we're buddies. I got a couple of dope songs that would be cool if you hopped on them." As opposed to, "I right, let's lock down, let's do twelve. What you thinking? What I'm thinking, and let's." Created together I always feel like Just it, it, to my ears And I may be Completely wrong here But it always seems Like to me That Future got Most of an album Done so he reached Out to Drake Because Drake is Hot right now too And said hey bro Let's do an album I already got 14 songs for you You just put some Verses on there I think the same Sort of thing happens with Jay and Kanye West, but it's hey, we're in Hawaii. Jay come out here for two weeks, listen to what I've done and where you see fit, put verses on there. I, I want more influence from the other guys. I think it just shows you one person has to be the creative you, mind behind the production. 100%. The other person has to be flexible yeah. and more of a chameleon to where it's not a stretch that Drake is. Doing his future trap Drake, Sign, it's not a stretch. And the way I'm talking, he's done it before. And the way that I'm talking, about, it would take years. It, it, probably two years to do it now. <laughs> like I'm talking about doing it, like because you know how artists are. Like they so, get together and they know I don't like this and I don't like that. Right. Are you trying to do this to me on this song? Exactly. Like not like so. I get it. You are, you're 100 percent right. It's harder to do than I'm saying, but I just would prefer that. I wish there were two artists that would like able to do that. J Cole, Kendrick Lamar. They might be working on it for the last three years. Yeah, you never that, know. that would be dope. See, they're too similar. Mm, well, I don't think so, though. Because, like, okay, like you just said. That's fair. Look at Good Kid, Mad City. Look at 2014 Forest Hills Drive. To me, it's the same album, but from two totally different guys. They have perspective. Their yes. perspectives are different, yeah, too, though. Yeah, Now, that's fair. Totally. I, I still don't. Who doing the hooks? Lord have mm. mercy. If J. Cole and Kendrick did an album, who's doing the hooks? <laughs> Who's doing the beats? Who's doing the beats? <laughs> Guitar. Uh, that's that's like dog. All right. Anyway, what's your last one? All right, one of the best albums of this decade. Okay, contains Wesley's Theory, Mama. I'm gonna take a break. All the great. This album to me, and it's not just even trolling you because I went back and listened to it after we were talking about TPAB to Pimp a Butterfly the last time. Oh. It makes you feel so black. <laughs> 
just it's it's so refreshing to listen to like the uh, interludes, the like the cutoffs and how they go into each other. It feels like a barbecue. The whole album feel like you at a barbecue and you kicking it with your uncles and aunties and shit gets crazy at one point, but you're still proud to be there and you're happy to be alive and you may not be at the best of your times, but you at least you're here. And that's why I fucking like To Pimple Butterfly. To me, it's just a feel-good album. And for the people that don't get it, that hate it, that go against it, I challenge you to put it in. Don't touch it. That's rough. Don't touch it and just listen. You want my ears to bleed. Just listen to it. Because I feel like the people give <clears throat> other artists the benefit of the doubt when they don't fully understand their music because they're not as talented lyrically as Kendrick Lamar. When you're listening to Kendrick Lamar, you're expecting it to be clarity. You're expecting the story to be told similar to Good Kid, Mad City. This was kind of all over the place, and it was left up to interpretation for you to put together. What do you want from this album? Do you want the social black shit from it? Do you want the backyard barbecue shit from it? Or do you want the poems and the the spoken word from it as to where the, the black thought type thing? What do you want from the album? I think that there were plenty of categories to choose from and for you to run with and do so. I love this album. It's probably it's, it's becoming one of my favorite albums post two thousand and nine. Love uh, it. Mama's my favorite song. Love Wesley's theory. Like I could go on and on about this album. This Just listened to it yesterday, straight through. God, it was goddamn lie. I promise you, it was great. Listen, this is like the barbecue where somebody burnt all the goddamn food. No, and huh? it ain't no food. Left. It ain't nothing but chips left. Mortal man. <laughs> the cook burnt the food. The black of the berry. The radio broke. Hood politics. We have nothing but chips and All paper right. plates left. If these walls could talk. And diet cokes King that are hot because somebody forgot to put them in the ice. This shit, I've man, I've, I've tried to listen to this shit multiple times, and I'm not going to go on no to Pimple Butterflies trash Please rant because we've got several episodes where I've done that already. And Please. if you follow me on Twitter, I do that actually once a month uh-huh. just to remind myself of how garbage this album is. Mm. Um, it's a shame. I really, I'm, I'm not even listen, looking for any of those concepts that you're not. I'm just looking for good music, mm. and then I'll pick apart the concepts after the fact. But that's just, it's just not good music. And mm. Kendrick has a stellar resume. That's gonna be his only asterisk, and I'm not mad at that's that. Be, it happens that, to the best. That's of That's gonna go down as his best album. It happens to the best. That's of gonna us, go down Kendrick. as his best album. Watch what I tell you. Players fuck up. Watch what I tell you. Best album. What's your last one? I'm keeping it West Coast, man, since we there mm. uh, on the left coast. Nipsey Hussle Crenshaw. Ooh. Uh, I know this is a mixtape, not Just technically an game. album, but, you know, in my opinion, let's take us back. He charged $100 for the mixtape that was free on that piff. It was unheard of. It was unprecedented, and it worked. This changed the way that people thought about bringing their projects out. Mm. Anytime somebody changes the status quo, like a Nipsey Hussle, by charging for something that's free, and having incentives and things to go along with it, man, it, you you can't help but go back in the lab and be more creative the next time you put something out. This is why it's important for people to do shit outside the box, left, use your left brain, do some shit that challenges norms and not to get stuck in the same monotony of what everybody is doing in terms of videos, music, treatments, uh, marketing plans, all of that. It challenges you to go back and rethink how you're going to do your shit. And I think Nipsey Hussle did that with this. Uh, it established him as an independent force. It showed that you can be independent and still be play with the big boys. It ain't nobody that he can't get a future from. It ain't no, no nowhere that he can't go. And you're like, Nipsey who? You could argue people know him more just by the name and the fact that he charged $100 than the actual song. Yep. 
So like just that in itself, it proves that the concept worked. I'm going to be 100 percent honest. If I was in Nipsey's camp and he came to me with the idea of charging one hundred dollars, I would have thought it was a bad idea Mm. because there's no precedent for it. And like I would have been wrong as fuck. He got the idea from a book called Contagious, which I read only because I heard Nipsey Hussle reference it. Mm-hmm. So there again, <laughs> I've read like six books because I've heard rappers mention them first. Mm-hmm. So again, putting that information out there, doing shit that everybody may not be accustomed to helps people be creative and it helps me find new books to read. This album is a classic. It's a classic mixtape, classic album, however you want to put it. It's banging. Nipsey Hussle proved that he can make good music. He did it again, obviously, this year with a top-of-the-line record victory uh, lap. And uh, you got to give him props, guys. This is where it came from. It started with this Crenshaw, straight yeah. up. Uh, Nipsey can do no wrong in my eyes, like from the victory slap to <laughs> his baby mama, Lauren London. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that, that, that probably goes by the wayside that people don't recognize with Nipsey, but it's, it's prevalent in everything that he does, and it's quality. Like, if it's the video, the video crisp, the video pristine, it's about nine minutes long. <laughs> you go to the store out there in Cali, like, everything's set up nice. You touch the T-shirts. The T-shirts feel good. They're quality. Right. Like, it's in the hood, but, like, you go in the store, it's, it's set up nice. It look good. Um, all the investment stuff that he talks about, the Crypto. cryptocurrency, yeah. and, and just being ahead Fat of burger. the curve. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it adds so much to his portfolio, and for you to like want to see what he got going on, it's almost like with Nipsey, if I don't pay $100 for this CD, I might miss some. I'm missing out. I might miss some game that this dude giving out, and I think that he... Is top three in the game at creating that, like creating that without being a without it having to be uh, Nipsey beefing with somebody or Nipsey dating such and such. It's right. all around his brands, what he building up, what he trying to teach people, and also what he's learned, like you said, and giving game to other people. Like I'm, I'm a Nipsey Hustle fan, so yeah, and out no the wrong. booth, yeah, tough. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. So that's my four. That's your four. Let me give you the recap: Nipsey Hustle, Crenshaw, uh, Watch the Throne. Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Drake, take care. And I have 444, Jay Z, 2014, Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole, Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. Lord have mercy. Let us know what you think, man. Somebody drop us four projects post 2009. We're going to do the last decade here. Yep. Let us know, man. Go to the rap chat and leave the information on your four. Let us know what you think. The four classes that you have post 2009. That is the Facebook rap chat. Also, add us on Instagram yep. and the Twitters. Yeah, man. When we put it up there. Yep. When we put it up there, we'll make sure that we repost and give you some shouts out if you can give us some good commentary with your four. Absolutely, man. Music break time we got another listener submitted Uh-oh. joint hey man it's a lot of artists out here that are listening shout out to y'all we're gonna play this and we're gonna keep it a buck about the song all right uh this artist is roland papers r-o-l-a-n-d yeah hmm. no options is the name of it let's hit it I gotta get to the start. I ain't been taking no losses. All of my niggas involved. I don't know no other way. My niggas stand the same. How could you throw it away? Heard you say some names. I'm thinking murder today. But I gotta stay in the game. They tryna put us away. Anyone making a change? You got them feeling away. You better make some change. Got a decision to make. 
Hoping the feelings will change. See how we live in the day. They ain't really give us an option. They got us on minimum wage. I feel like we still up for auction. They get to feeling the ways. And we get to stealing the profits. If they ain't put us on the stage, then they couldn't get us to watch it. They, they, they put us up on a page. But they don't put shit in our pockets. They got us stuck in the cage. Just give us some different watches. I, I, I need new money today. I need a different deposit. I'm trying to put it away. I want my kids in the college. Too busy looking for help. No, ain't nobody gonna help you. You want it, then do it yourself. Having some money is helpful. They trying to do it as well. They ain't even trying to be special. Gotta keep something to sell. Take care of my nieces and nephews. The money ain't came to us. I feel like they strangled us. Feel like I'm on the angel dust. I'm dapping the angels up. You, you, you looking strange to us. So no, you can't hang with us. We about to change with us. No, it ain't changing us. I ain't got no other options. I gotta get to the start. I ain't been taking no losses. All right, man, that was Roland Papers. He said he ain't got no other options, but he got to get it, man. He got to get it somehow, some way. Mm. God damn it. How you feel about it? We're giving it constructive Uh, criticism. Talk to me. If I were to to give him any feedback, I would say – I don't I don't like this particularly in the auto tune and it's not that he's not using it correctly it's just like it will fall into the wave of everything else that I hear from people his age but not the subject matter though that's that's cool but I have to get past the fact that you're you're giving it to me like everyone else is giving it to me so if if it, you're not saying the same thing I ain't really gonna catch that unless I listen to it three four or five times and I'm not gonna do that because it's auto tune so what I would recommend is him kind of mixing it up and he may have other songs that are auto-tuned but i'm speaking on this song in general if he could give me uh some un-auto-tuned bars so that i could be like oh, okay and then he can go back and switch oh, it maybe up. the hook would have been yeah auto-tuned. just a hook auto-tune or maybe switch it up and do something different without the auto-tune in the song i feel like i would have uh received it better but it's uh put together well it's not bad music the beat bang the beats really good uh but if it was going to hold my attention i need more than just that auto-tune me personally, y'all know how much I don't like auto-tune. But again, for the second week in a row, I've played an auto-tune song by an artist submission that I actually like. I'm not going to lie. And I didn't catch that he what he was talking about the very, very first time I listened to it, too, just because of how similar it sounds to... And, and that's the current sound right now. I mean, that, that just is what it is. It's, it's definitely current. You know what I'm saying? Like You're not going to have anybody say it sound outdated. Um, but I would be interested to hear... If like a whole project sounded like that or if you're giving me that level of production minus the auto tune and you with that subject matter, though, de- I would definitely be interested in hearing the whole thing. Now, if the whole thing sounds like that, that'd be kind of strange, but that's not bad, though. I'm going to yeah. keep it a buck. Once I get past the, the, the auto tune, it's solid. Yeah. And I like it sound bad. It's just, I'm just washed. What's his name? Rolling Papers. Keep working, Rolling Papers. You ain't got uh, – you're not bad. I will no. say that you know you, you don't have, you don't need to give up. I Damn. definitely would tell you. Yeah. you need no, to no. Give up. Hey, listen, listen, y'all. If we play something that's some slaw, mm. we are going to say, "Hey, hang that up." Yeah. So you don't need to give up. Keep working <laughs> at it. I feel like that you could do some more stuff. You got some creative creativeness in there. So knock it out, sir. Absolutely, man. All right, let's get to this. Uh, before we get out of here, we got some booking prices. Y'all know how we get down. We like to check our little booking website here. Let y'all know what people are charging. He should add a D to his name. Rolling D papers. Boom team. Oh my god. That should be it. That rolling was your D, yeah, rolling D papers. Because you got Rolling <laughs> Martin out here. You don't want to be confused with Rolling Martin. <laughs> rolling is an old people name too. So you go rolling D papers. 
Uh, Rolling papers is fine though. Yeah. Roland. He need to link with the two chains joints. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The gas. Rolling the papers and gas. Rolling the gas. Alright. Um, artist deals of the month, guys. Let's take a look. Speaking of two chains, he's still King uh at what time it King is? Kong at the top of the hill, eighty thousand for the show. Mm. Uh a couple of surprises on here. They got Rich the Kid at forty five thousand. Wait, before you get to Rich the Kid, young okay. golf is on here fifty five grand. I wouldn't have took the deal either then. That's what I was just about to say. So people are questioning how can Dolph turn away $22 million? If he getting 55 a show, he getting three shows a week. I just seen Dolph getting a $1,000 haircut. I saw that too. And I, I didn't have any questions about how Dolph was affording this $1,000 haircuts. It's because he's getting 55 a show apparently. Yeah, exactly. I would have I ripped the paperwork up too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so disrespectful. Rich the Kid is on here as Rick the Kid. Is that white boy Rick? Right, I uh, damn rich the kid forty five thousand though. I'm not mad at the ticket. Um, who that's, else? That's that's a lot for the his, his that's a premium for ticket. His now. effort he put up on that remix. It's uh, on me, baby. That remix is banging. Shout out to all Two Chains, Jeezy, and Ti. Yeah, they ripped it. Uh, everybody else is mediocre. <laughs> now that last dude was alright too. He was straight. Um, We've got a little flip and Mike Jones are here for four thousand a piece. Are you doing the throwback H Town concert for eight with them too? No, really? Mm-mm. You can bring. Wait, some what you? Oh, well, you do a two thousands party because that's popping now. If you did a two thousand party, the steel tipping party, you spent eight racks. That is hard. If you would have done the Halloween two thousands party, party, yeah, that that'd do. Brought it right Mike there. Jones, Lil Flip, throw them two twenty five hundred instead of these four, <laughs> and throw on Duro on here. He got four, so I throw. Know, I know. Uh, we ain't doing Duro. Paint job. Mm-hmm. Twenty five hundred a piece. Right. That's lit. Hot at you Cash dog getting 25k a show 25k? Yes Cash dog And she shot a shot at Lido this I week. saw that Oh no she, we, I see you Lido We get a little shade room in here I, see, I saw you boy Congratulations to Lido man New father out here Oh word? Yeah oh, That's what's up mm-hmm. He announced that? Did he want that out? I, I, see, I seen it on Instagram oh, I mean, okay. He didn't call I me and it. tell me he had a kid So I missed it dude <laughs> Yeah I seen it on Instagram Congratulations uh, Congratulations to uh, Hennessy that is Cardi B's sister. I was gonna say the drink. <laughs> She's getting five thousand if you want to book her to host your show. She can get that right now. This whole beef. What is going, with this beef that's going on? People right. are in the building. Nobody's talking pull- shit about Nicki Minaj so they can put it on their IG. Nobody's pulling up. I'm telling you, bro. because Hennessy is hosting the party. Packed house. Unless it's the drink Hennessy and it's free shots. Yeah, Hartford, Connecticut is going down <laughs> when Hennessy pull up, nigga. <laughs> Hartford, Connecticut, <laughs> Delaware, New Hampshire. All up through there. She's shaking them yeah, for she's sure. killing them, nigga. Uh, Pooch Hall from the game wants 6000 if you want to book him. Who? Don't do the game like that. The, the BT <laughs> UPN TV show. That was a solid little show. What, what am I giving him? That's Derwin. What if, oh, man, listen. <laughs> you want to talk about people raping raping the game? <laughs> Jacquees is on here for twenty five k. Ah, He hot right now, though. Is didn't is he the one that had to take down all the songs and shit? Yeah, he had to take down. The, so the, if he go perform them, if he go perform the songs, do he got to pay them for that? He performed it at the So So Dev. Mm. He did the LMA trip, his version at So So Dev. I said, damn. Is he signed to So So Dev for Cash Money? Neither uh, Cash Money. He came. Bow Wow brought him out. Bow Wow brought him out. So yeah, then Bow Wow gave him twenty five k. That's what I'm just trying to figure out who paid Jacquees twenty five thousand dollars to come sing a cover. Jacquees did a favor for <laughs> Bow Wow and happened to be in the city when the show was going on. He happened up. to be in the city. He was doing. He said he was shooting a video. He real. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure he lives down here. 
Oh well, yeah, that too. Yeah, I seen him in, on Northside Drive with a dusty. You know who? You knew who Jacquees was when? Yeah, he, I mean, he was in a Lamborghini. Oh, gotcha. Like it was an orange Lamborghini pulling up at like a hotel. I mean, like an apartment building on Northside. Ah, he scooped up a little thotty. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, man, who is this in the lamb? Man, he was like four foot three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I clearly know who this guy that is. It could have been Quavo or Lil Wayne. It was Jacquees. He was listening to his music. Migo, Quavo did the same thing. Quavo was in his whip and at, at, at Kroger, shit. and he was listening to his music, too. Because I was like, cause you, I mean, of course, I didn't. I ain't going to lie. I, I didn't know who it was. And I was right. Like, Man, then I heard the song. I was like, that's... That, oh, was he listening that? to Trip? No, it wasn't that. It was, it, was, uh, it was before that came out. This was like... This nigga listening to Slow Jams in, in the Lamb. In the Lamb. And it was summertime. <laughs> Like man, nigga, we know you somebody, bro. You in the lamb the already? Gal, the gal was from small, or she was just like a little project. Put it like, put it like this: If I was Jacquees, there's no way she getting anywhere near <laughs> my car, my anything. Like that would have that, that, that would have had to been said, done, and over with in the club that, that mean, night. That means she get busy. She had to. She better. <laughs> Jesus. She better get all the way right. Me Too movement. That was Spike Lou speaking about uh, that. Uh, that was not Animal Brown. Did we tell you Mozzie is 16.5? I see you, boy. I listened I listen to that Mozzie in full for the Bang first time out. two days ago. Bang. And it's cool. Oh, my God. It's, it's cool, cool. And I'm going to tell you why it's cool. It sounds too much like the one up top, uh, Ankh. That's if, why I like it. If you were to switch those two, but this is not getting the recognition that one up top, op. How the fuck you say it If you were to switch these two out And that gangland landlord came out then Mm -hmm. You would be giving that the recognition That you give the one up top Ankh And if the one up top Ankh came out now It would be slept on like how this gangland landlord is I'll give you that Uh, Anybody else on here Ply is still 33,000 No he's not He is Even though he has a decent song With Kevin Gates right now Y'all keep trying to sell me on this Ply That's a decent song I don't believe it That's a decent little song I do not believe it Do he still date Angela Yee What? Did you know that about that, I dated Angela. Yee. Did you hear the eighty-five about? South dudes on that time about how she used to date him and shit? It was funny as hell. I mean, we did see them in the strip club though, because mm. Plies was in there when he was in there in Miami at the mm. uh, at the office. Yeah, she cheating on me with Plies? It's over now. She got a boyfriend. The fuck? She told the dudes at eighty-five South show that she had like had a boyfriend the last two years. Yeah, me, and you're hot. Uh, MGK getting fifty five thousand is that the Eminem effect? Strictly <laughs> off the Eminem disc. <laughs> YFN Lucci getting forty. I see you, boy. YFN Lucci got a sleeper and, this year, and that's strictly off dating resume. He got a sleeper this year. That Ray Ray the from album? Summerhill banging. Is it tough? I don't believe. You. I promise. I'm I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie on you or YFN Lucci like that. I'm gonna listen to that on my way home. Banging um, uh, Asian doll You, you care how much going? she makes Damn yeah. We gonna go down The whole fucking yeah. list Asian doll That's my last one I don't know who that is you don't know No who Asian disrespect doll is. I know there's Cuban doll Asian doll Cash doll I just If you put they all three Of their pictures together. They should all do a song together If you put their three pictures Up right now And told me to pick out Which doll was which I wouldn't Alright last one Jesus mm-hmm. Little Duval Okay Over under 20,000 He gotta be over right now they got him listed at 17K, but that's a comedian. I'm sure the artist won't 40. First of all, if you book Lou Duvall and he does anything <laughs> other than sing that hook. <laughs> I'm living my best life. He's hey, he be shaking hot. it. Lil Duvall is into this. I'm happy for Lil Duvall. I Are am you? too. Okay. He I'm was funny as hell on the BT Hip Hop Award. <laughs> he was doing a little dance Man, and thing Hey, listen. We, I appreciate the effort he's putting into this, dude. I, 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 I And I enjoy this. I'm so. with that. Yeah. Um. All right, man. On Decker of the Week. Okay. 
goes from the rap chat, which where we pull we pull a lot of the on decker of the weeks out from the rap chat, man. Y'all should join that, get on them. Uh this goes to Monique Friend. Been a member of the rap chat since December third, two thousand and fifteen. She makes it this week because she just reminded me of how fire that Cameron Come Home With Me album was. She just posted it and said, can we celebrate the greatness of this album? This shit used to ride and it was right before the juggernaut that was Diplomatic Immunity. Cam was talking that shit. My ambitions as a killer. She is 1000% right. That album is fire. (laughs) And I listened to it strictly because she just posted it. And it reminded me how dope it was. Cam was in his bag on that. That's a fact, and he fell off right after it. That Purple Haze, all right. Purple Haze was cool. Nah, Purple Haze was cool. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. He fell off right after that, though. That's a fact. Um, new music this week. We already talked about it. Everybody named Mama is coming out this week. Freddie Gibbs, uh, Currency, West Side Gun, Hitler Wears Hermes 6. Those y'all, are both Halloween releases. If y'all in New York, send me the hard copy, man. DM me for my address. It. DM me my address, and I, I'm requesting a hard copy of that. Uh, Action Bronson, White Bronco, November 1st. Swiss Beats, Poison on Friday. Take off the last... The last rocket, baby. The last rocket. Uh, Vince Staples is dropping Friday, too. We don't know the name of it. He just said he's dropping something. I'm just here for the press run. The I, interviews I, I, are I am here for Vince Staples' press run, baby. Moneybag Yo album reset. Got J. Cole. Got, it's going to be banging. Watch. Got Kevin Gates. That's going to be like a, a uh, sleeper. Under, yeah, sleeper of the year. Um, of the year or of the week? Year. Wow. Eminem year. bodied soundtrack November 2nd. What? Eminem still dropping music? He got a soundtrack. Stop. We don't want to hear any more Marshall Mathers. I'm not saying it's him strictly I rapping. Him, I don't want him anywhere near any more music, dude. Don't do that. Kamikaze was banging. It was banging now. It might make my top 10 now, oh, goddammit. Um, other music that came out last week, in case you just can't wait for these Halloween drops, Tory Lanez, Love Me Now. How you like that? Banging. Really? It's banging. That motherfucker banging. I Listen. don't believe that. You ain't like it? I ain't listen to it. Tory Lanez make good music, man. I ain't even gonna lie. Like I got, I really need to sleep. Quit sleeping on them. This shit is fire. Uh, that Jeremiah Ty Dolla Sign, on the other hand, though, and my Ty ain't nothing. I I started it, man. That's just some slaw. Mm, I can't believe that my Ty. Ain't Ty Dolla Sign cold, but this shit ain't nothing. Shout though. Young Bird, man. Did you see Ty Dolla Sign tape when he got locked up down here? What is on camera? Tough. No. <laughs> and they got locked up in Busy Bees. And police was some slow. Oh, I did see that. I did see man, that. I did. Weak ass bike cop. I did see that. Rolled by. And nigga called the station. I mean, it smells like a lot of weed coming out of that van. I haven't seen anybody yet, but uh, I just wanted to get a couple units down here. Nigga. Uh, he was bored. Come on, man. You gotta get some business about yourself, flashlight cop guy. Somebody should have rented. I ain't gonna say that. Wow. Um, bike. What do you have on deck for the weekend? Um, I don't know, man. I gotta figure it out. What you got up? Um, L.A. Bound. Shout oh, out yeah, to Complex Con. Complex Con. Shout out to Zoe. Um, shout out to my guy Derb. We're gonna go out there and look and find this intern that keeps stealing our shit. Mm. Um, so I will be Y'all in want Complex. Y'all want to see the goons out there? No, we are the goons, goddammit. No, no, yeah, I mean the real goons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can get the planes. I can get it had them out there. I will be in Complex Con in LA, skinny jeans, extra large shirts, goddammit. I'm that's living my best life, Le Duval style. That's disgusting. Shit, I might got my taco meat out while I'm out there. That's disgusting. Catch the guys at Complex Con, run up on them. I will not be there. Yeah, uh, fuck with the kid, man. If y'all see me, all the, we got good listeners in LA, too. Yeah, of course. Fuck with the kid, man. If y'all pull up, man, holler at your boy. I'll be in time for the weekend you um other than that 
I am out. Fuck with us on Instagram, iTunes, rate, subscribe. We got to get to 100 comments before the end of the year, guys. Yes, and we're planning something special for the 300th episode. That's a long ways out right now, it looks like it, but we're coming up on it quickly. Y'all keep that in mind, shoot us it, because it's your suggestions. Hell, we might come do it in your city. You never know, man. All right. Uh, This is the On Deck TV Podcast. I am Spike Lou. We appreciate you guys for listening. We out. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.